Hello everyone and welcome to the CircuitPython Weekly for 14 January 2019. Um, we are uh, happy to get together every Monday. Um, this all started as a sync up between uh, the core CircuitPython team and very quickly became uh, a chance for us to sync up with the, the entire community and anybody who wants to share what they're doing. Uh, which has been fantastic. So the meeting is in four parts. Four? Yes. Um, well, first, we cover the state of CircuitPython in the libraries, um, where we uh, talk about um, just how things are going with CircuitPython itself and the libraries. Um, we discuss uh, statistics, download statistics, that sort of thing, so everybody can know um, how everything's going with that. And the second part is hug reports, which is uh, a chance to call people out for something great. Um, we do that in a round robin um, where we'll give everybody a chance to uh, say what they want to say um, or not, uh, if you're lurking. Um, and uh, the third part is status updates, which is also a round robin. It gives you a chance to talk about what you've been doing for the last week what you're going to be doing for the next week, um, what sort of projects you've been working on, any kind of thing that you want to share. And it gives everyone a chance to um, talk about uh, what they're doing and get tips from other people uh, that may help them with uh, any issues that they're encountering. And the last part we lovingly call in the weeds, which is where we uh, talk about any kind of uh, longer form discussion, um, something comes up during um, status updates, uh, just put into the text chat that you'd like to talk about something in the weeds and we can move it to in the weeds. Um, we put that at the end so that if anybody who's watching this video uh, wants to cover the beginning of the meeting but not worry about getting into the longer form discussion stuff, you can watch the beginning and not worry about uh, listening to in the weeds. Um, for those of you who are watching the video, there are notes available, um, which should include timestamps. Um, and uh, if that way you know where things are. So if you scan through the notes, um, you see something that's interesting, you can skip to the video part that is what you want. So let's go ahead and get started with uh, the state of CircuitPython. You hear me typing it's because I'm hopefully remembering to take timestamps. So overall uh, we have had uh, 19 pull requests merge over the last week with 12 authors which is fantastic. Um, I see a couple names I've not seen before. Uh, one is uh, Kelly, another one is uh, Dmol. Um, and I'm really excited to see that, uh, that we have some new contributors uh, to CircuitPython. We had five reviewers, and thank you to everyone who does reviewing. Um, it's all part of the process, and uh, without reviewers, obviously, we wouldn't um, get anything merged. Um, in terms of issues, we had nine issues closed by six people and eight open by six people. Um, so we're about even, which is, is fine. Um, it means that we're getting some stuff taken care of, but we're also finding some new things. Um, I didn't plan ahead for the overall summary, um, but 
in general, I would say that we are in a really good place with um, where we want to be for 4.0. Um, we have gone through and decided what it is that we really want out of 4.0 in terms of uh, BLE, in terms of Bluetooth, in terms of uh, the display I.O. that we added, the audio stuff, and we've decided that we are at a place that we are ready to move into beta very soon. Um, this means that there are some features that we have moved to later versions, um, but these features are not crucial for what we want to see out of 4.0. Um, so expect to see a beta very soon. Um, and please test it. Uh, help us find bugs. Help us fix the bugs that we already have. Um, and hopefully we can, uh, we can get through the beta quickly into um, a release candidate situation. Our alpha has been very stable. So we're not, um, we're not too concerned about that particular portion of it. Um, but we, we've made some decisions about the features and we feel like we're in a good place. And so uh, we will be looking at a 4.0 beta uh, very soon. So Scott, would you like to talk about the core? Yeah, thank you, Katni. Um, so these are these statistics are only for the core of CircuitPython. Um, we've had nine pull requests merged from six different authors. Um, and uh, thank you again to Chalai, who did Indonesian uh, language support. Uh, Sean Heimel added uh, SparkFun uh, SAMD21 Mini, something like that. And then the, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, uh, Yayaito2788 uh, did uh, some Spanish translation updates as well. So thanks to those folks in particular. Uh, we have eight open pull requests. The, again, the notes have a list of all eight of those. Issues-wise, we closed six issues and opened two. So again, we're, uh, we've reduced our issue count a little bit, which is great. Um, and again, there's a link in the notes to a full list of all the open issues. Uh, download stats-wise, uh, our latest stable is 312, uh, and it has 977 total downloads, uh, which is all English, uh, US English. And then uh, our latest unstable is 4.0 Alpha 5, which has had 642 total downloads uh, in a greater amount of time than 3.1.2. So uh, no surprise there. Uh, if you're interested in knowing uh, board breakdown or language breakdown, uh, check the notes for that. Um, 4.0 is uh, available in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 languages. Uh, we've added an eighth, so that's going to be really exciting. Uh, and if you want to see how uh, different languages are downloaded, check those, check the notes as well. Uh, and I'll hand it back over to Katni for libraries. Thanks. So uh, for libraries, uh, we're looking at 10 pull requests merged by eight different authors, which is fantastic. Um, and that includes uh, D. Mole, who uh, is a new contributor, which is great. And we have five reviewers. Um, we have nine open pull requests, uh, which that list is in the notes. Um, some of these are long-term pull requests that have been open for a while, um, stuff that we're working on, uh, and um, so maybe doesn't need reviewing, but some of these are new. Um, so if you want to take a look at those, um, if you're interested in reviewing anything, uh, there are some available for that. We had three issues closed by three people and six open by four people. So we increased a little bit there, but that's totally fine. Um, it's good that we're finding issues to work on um, and things to fix up. And the list of issues is in the notes. 
Also included in the notes is um, further information about the libraries themselves, uh, different um, different uh, things that are possibly missing from the repo, possibly missing from a file in the repo. Some of these are great first issues. So if you're looking to contribute, um, take a look at this. And also we have a issue on the CircuitPython repo that uh, has a more expanded version of all of these lists um, so that you can know uh, exactly what repos need certain things fixed. Um, some of them are slightly more difficult, but some of them are very easy. And so if you're looking to be a first time contributor, um, it's an excellent place to start. And with that, uh, we will move on to Hug Reports. So Hug Reports is a chance for everyone to call out anybody in the community, call out the whole community um, for doing, uh, doing great things. Um, and uh, we, we took this actually from uh, the Adafruit internal uh, State of the Fruit meeting that they do um, every, uh, that they do every week. Um, and it's just, it's a good thing to call people out for good things. Um, there's not enough recognition in the world for uh, people doing excellent things. And so we try to have our own tiny um, example of that. So I will start and then we will go in a round robin alphabetically down the list um, and then loop back around uh, until we get back to me. So I will get started. Um, I want to give a hug report to Roy for helping me figure out some issues with um, init and super that were confusing me this weekend. Um, I needed to add a basic feature to a library and um, was kind of confused as to how to make it work and got some help there and that was great. Um, I wanna give a hug report to Scott for keeping everyone involved with the CircuitPython 2019 posts. We've gotten a number of them and it's been great. Um, it's really great to see what where the community um, sees the project at and how that's going. And I want to give a hug report to all the moderators on Discord for everything they do. Thank you for keeping our community safe and welcoming for all. Um, I know sometimes it can be a bit involved, um, but everybody has been doing fantastic with that. So thank you very much for that. And next up is Maker Melissa. And if you, if okay, lurking, no problem. Um, if you don't have a microphone, um, you can also feel free to type into the chat uh, and we'll read off um, We'll read it off from, from in the chat as well. So uh, I'm going to read off someone who couldn't make the meeting. Um, Roy says, uh, thanks to Adafruit for the Grand Central M4, it's so awesome. And for and to Katni, myself, for getting me to design mounts for many boards, my desk is no longer getting scratched up. All right. And next up, we have Sean Heimel. Hello, I want to put a um, hung report out to Scott, Sabas1080, and Dan for helping me close uh, all those pull requests. Um, and I know he's probably not listening, but thanks to Jim from SparkFun for uh, getting those USB VID and PID numbers for the SparkFun boards that I'm working on. All right, excellent. Sorry, fixing up the notes here. All right, uh, next up is someone else who is also not in the chat today, but put uh, notes in um, in the notes doc, so I'll read that off. Uh, so uh, that is 
Sedacious, who said a belated hug report to Jerry and for helping me find typos and getting an ESP8266 Wi-Fi friend talking to my Metro, and a warm and heartfelt group hug to the CircuitPython and Adafruit communities. Writing my CircuitPython 2019 post really made me reflect on how awesome everyone is and what a difference being in this community has made in my life. Thanks, everyone. All right, next up is Summersoft. All right, hug report to Takakles for, I think, their first contribution with a PR to the LSM 303 library and just a group hug behind that. Thank you. And next up is Tan Newt. All right. Um... First, I wanted to say a, a thank you for to Roy for the continued Pixel Bluff work. Um, this work has been a long time in the process. We started it back in May, May or June of last year. So uh, I saw that I can review it again today. So Roy, I'm thank you for your persistence with that, and I'm excited to uh, get that checked in. So I'll look today. Uh, Dan H for the detailed check of uh, Cotarg's uh, Neo Trellis. Uh, person came to us uh, without the Neo Trellis working, and Dan spotted the fact that they had a different spy flash chip than all of the others. And so it got them going, which is great. Um, and just demonstrates how detail-oriented Dan is, and and, and I'm not. So I, I love that we compliment each other, Dan. Uh, thanks to Mike B. Uh, he's kind of, in my mind, the unsung, her unsung, unsung hero. Uh, he does a ton of work with the newsletter, uh, blogs a bunch of stuff up, does a lot of guide moderation and getting new people writing guides. And then on top of that, he's starting the Reddit as well, which uh, if you don't know, we have reddit.com slash r slash circuitpython. If you're a Redditor, uh, check that out and post stuff there. I uh, would love to have people there as well. Um, I wanted to shout out to uh, Yayaito2788, Sabas1080, and C4070 for, again, being awesome with their Spanish translation updates. Um, they've just, uh, every time I see them collaborate on a, on an issue or a PR, it makes me like get all the warm and fuzzies. I'm very excited about that. Uh, so thanks to them. And then, uh, I just wanted to shout out the folks who I've seen, uh, CircuitPython 2019 posts for, um, in the last week. So I'm not including the folks that did it before last week's meeting. Uh, Roy, Tango, Juliet, Dan H, Sedacious, and Katni, thank you all for your CircuitPython 2019 posts. Um, and if you want to check those out, folks, uh, look in the notes. I've got links to everybody's in there. Um, and yeah, that's uh, Hug Reports for this week for me. All right. Thanks. Next up is Brennan. Yeah, just sort of a group hug this week. I've kind of been out of the circuit Python loop for the last little while. So, yeah. Well, that's excellent. Thank you. Next up is Brent. Or is Brent, is Brent lurking and we didn't know that? All right, we can circle back um, if Brent uh, shows up again. Um, next up is uh, in the notes, uh, someone who couldn't make the meeting. Um, and that is Carter, um, who says, 
Hugger Pro to Summersoft for adding days behind count feature to uh, Adabot. Uh, Sedacious for quick fixes to the struct unpack issues. And of course, a group hug. And next up is C. Grover. Well, I've got a group hug today. Um, it's for the education and the inspiration that I harvest from the team and the community um, almost every day now. So thanks. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you're getting something out of it. Oh right. yeah, <laughs> a lot. All right. Next up is Charles Berniford. Well, I've got another group hug, and I also uh, a hug to Tanu for finally getting getting the uh, USB MIDI going. Hopefully, I can look at it and and help uh, make sure it's okay. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Next up is Dan H. Hi. Um, so I'd like to thank uh, Jerry. As uh, as usual, as soon as he releases something, he tries it and immediately finds out what's wrong with it, which is great. So he found um, some BLE problems. He tested some BLE things, which do work, which is great. It's nice to see confirmation on that. And he got it Grand Central board and immediately found out that CircuitPython I2C wasn't working on the regular pins, and we fixed that right away. It was really nice to have that that testing. And then thanks to Scott for uh, talking to me a lot about um, the structure of the BLE API and how it's implemented. That was converse that we had several conversations about that. It's been helpful in keeping me on track. And also, um, we've also uh, like found some common issues that are going to be true in both BLE and Display.io in terms of how we do subclassing. And we might have a solution for that, it looks, in the long run. And then also thanks to Scott for getting um, USB MIDI working uh, so cleanly right away. I'm sure there are a lot of people who were really waiting for that for a long time, and that's great. And it, to have, um, we can also thank um, TAC for the base of tiny USB, which made it easier to add that kind of stuff to it. Okay. Excellent, thank you. Next up is Deshipu. Deshipu is typing. Your audio cut in a little bit and then cut out again. All right, uh, Deshipu type notes into the into the chat. Uh, thanks to Dan H and Jerry N for help with NRF52 feathers, and to Lady Ada and Tan Newt for work on Display I/O. Excellent. Next up is Jerry. Yeah, uh, thanks to uh, Dan for uh, the quick fix on that Grand Central. You made uh, one of the forum posters very happy, <laughs> and um, the um, and thanks to to Tech for uh, getting the pulseo going on the. Uh, on the NRF 52840 and a group hug to everybody. All right, thank you. And next up is Josh. 
thanks to everyone who's been uh, writing guides and stuff. I think it's really cool to see like all the educational resources for Circuit Python. I think that's what really sets it apart from all the other projects. So yeah, good work on that. Thank you. All right, and I'm gonna loop down to Lady Ada who gave one hug report. Uh, and that is hugs to Katni, myself, for helping with getting the guide done. And that's referencing the um, Grand Central M4 guide. And that is hug reports. So thanks everybody. Um, next up is status updates. This is a chance for everyone to uh, talk about what they've been doing for the past week, talk about what they would like to be doing over the next week, um, share any projects you're working on, um, any kind of stuff like that, whatever it is that you would like to share um, about what you've been doing uh, with CircuitPython um, or otherwise uh, in the last week or in the next week. Um, we uh, do this again in a round robin. I will start and then um, go through the list, read off those people who uh, were unable to make it but put notes in the document um, and then uh, allow everyone else to have a chance to read off their own stuff. So uh, I will get started with my status update. Uh, so last week, um, finished the Grand Central guide. Um, so that was good. Uh, it was a it was a big product guide, and um, there are a lot of pins on it. So the pinouts page was quite long, um, but now I'm quite familiar with it. So that was also an added bonus. Um, I added keypad support to the character LCD library for the shield and the pie plate. They come with um, a five button keypad on it, uh, which we did not initially add support for. So that was good. Uh, completed uh, library setup on a new library that uh, Lady Ada wrote. Um, so that's now in PyPI and uh, in the bundle and everything there. I uh, dealt with my initial experience with Eagle. Uh, so now I'm getting into learning how to do that, uh, which has been interesting um, and frustrating. There are a lot of quirks, uh, which I'm sure I will learn over time. Uh, but at the moment, um, they're, still, uh, they're still new. And uh, we got the PyPI download stats added to Adabot. Thank you to Summersoft for that. And um, those got added to the newsletter. So that's going to be a new uh, thing in the newsletter as well. So we know what's going on there. This week, uh, today is Library Monday, as always. I'll be doing a sweep, uh, making sure everything's good to go there. Um, I have a uh, guide page I wrote about the CircuitPy drive. This came out of um, us realizing that renaming the CircuitPy drive uh, it works just fine now. Um, I feel like there were bugs initially, and so we never really told people about it, but um, it's it's successful now. So uh, we wanted to write a page that explained how to rename the CircuitPy drive and what that meant, and um, that way for people using multiple boards, there's not 16 CircuitPy drives sitting on your computer, uh, which is great. Um, but I need that page proofed. Uh, it's not live yet. Um, there's another thing we want to add to it, uh, which or add somewhere anyway, is the difference between CircuitPy and the bootloader drive, um, because we've gotten some confusion there. Um, but it would be great if anybody uh, is interested in proofing that page. Um, I know Mike B is going to take a look at it, um, but uh, anybody is welcome to. And then this week I'll be working on the Prop Maker Featherwing Guide, um, which we never got up when that shipped. So um, 
I'll be getting that up. And that is my status update. Um, next up is Lady Ada's status update. She's not, uh, oh, she is here. Um, the update is high current status is more Wi-Fi and display IO testing. Grand Central is shipping. We've got two people lurking and then another person who did not make the meeting, uh, Roy, who pushed the latest changes to pixel buff and is now ready for review, tested the code with 584 dot stars and 32 nail pixels, so much rainbow, finished up PyPixel buff, the pure Python pixel buff implementation and pushed the pixel buff compatible NeoPixel and Adafruit dot star to GitHub. Feedback is desired. So that is excellent. And next up is Sean Heimel. Uh, all I did last week was update, or excuse me, port CircuitPython to the SparkFun SAMD21 mini breakout board. I think the official name of that one. Um, that's it. And then I'm looking at doing the bigger, the, the SparkFun dev board, the SparkFun SAMD21 dev board next. All right. Excellent. Um, next is someone in the notes who uh, did not... Uh, make it to the meeting, and that would uh, is sedacious. Last week, guide work. Next week, and until the heat death of the universe, guide work. <laughs> Next up is Summersoft. All right, last week, Adabot added Blinkit to PyPI download stats. How did I miss that? Added total PyPI download stats and reformatted to a markdown table. Thank you for that. Categorized needs release new commits by time elapsed since oldest new commit. Frequency in. Uh, change the event action from retrigger to count. This helps fold in Notro's counter. Uh, working out timing relations with the reference and capture TC's overflow resolution, etc. This week is frequency in. And next up is Scott. Hello. Um, as, uh, as Dan said, I got USB MIDI checked in. Now this is the like super basic lowest level of MIDI. So it basically makes USB MIDI work like you would do MIDI over a UART. So, uh, there is still a lot of space for somebody to come in and make a really nice wrapper library where you can call like note on note off and, and that sort of stuff. So if you're interested in that, let me know. Um, I got display IO working and, um, uh, Got some Pi Portal changes coming uh, checked in. Pi Portal is an upcoming product. If you want to know more, um, snoop on the board definition and stuff. Um, I got text display from BDF files working uh, slowly, but still working. Uh, to do that, I basically used Display.io as is um, and made two libraries. One is a bitmap font one that parses bitmap font format files and then the second one that uh does text layout called display text and it has a class called text area um i'm working on shape rendering uh with an, a short hopefully short interlude to add support for subclassing uh native classes that take keyword args in their um in their init method so that's something both dan and i run into and i talked to damien yesterday about it it shouldn't be too bad of work. So I'm, I'm hoping to actually do that today after I do the review for Roy. Um, and then I'm going to do, I, I changed my mind a little bit, 8-bit um, uh, parallel support. 
um, for displays, uh, which will make updating this displays even faster, which will be really cool. And uh, lastly, I'll probably do more font work and optimizations after that uh, to get text rendering not so slow. Because uh, it it's like for every character it needs, it, go, it starts at the start of the file every time, which mm -hmm. is quite slow. So um, that'll be kind of my longer term stuff. And then I guess I also left off that I, uh, now that we're kind of wrapping up CircuitPython 29 individual posts, I'm going to take a look at um, creating a, a a draft for uh, the meeting next week um, about circuit 20, CircuitPython 2019 that we can all kind of like give feedback on and construct as a community. So uh, expect to see that later this week. Excellent. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Next up is TG Techie. Hi. So um, progress has slowed since first robotics started. Uh, but I did, my, my boards came in, um, so I started those up after the chips came in. And except for one of them, they all worked quite well um, using both the flash that's normally on the Metro and the flash that I purchased separately. Um, and they work like baby Metros in one inch square. Nice. And, um, yeah. And uh, thank you for everyone who helped me with the JTAG, uh, not the JTAG, the JLink troubleshooting. Even though I didn't get it working, it was still good to learn more about the topic. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, next week, I'll be sorting out some bugs in a different board. And um, I'll also be uh, working on getting GUI up to scratch. Excellent. And did I see that you have a PR in for the uh, your baby metros? Yes, I believe uh, Mr. Halbert approved it. Excellent. Oh, that's great. Just wanted to make sure you got those added in. Okay. They have been. Thank you. All right. Next up is Brennan. Okay, so um, mostly was working on other stuff for Adafruit last week, apart from a few library code reviews and that kind of thing. Um, probably getting back to CircuitPython this week. Um, I have a small pull request in for adding uh, a board to platform detect. Probably going to have some more of those incoming. Um, and other than that, just reviews and testing as needed. All right. Excellent. Next up is Brent. All right. Brent um, oh, go ahead. Didn't get much. Oh, <laughs> didn't get much um, CircuitPython done last week, but I did a lot of Python things. Um, I updated the Adafruit IO Python client to include the weather API. Um, it's a service. Uh, it's part of Dark Skies. And if you want your IO or IoT project to talk to a really, really, really robust weather API, now you can. Uh, parsing for HTTP and MQTT. Uh, did an Adafruit IO project with the Ruiz Bros. It will show up later this week. And this week, I'm going back to working on LoRa things with CircuitPython. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, next up is C. Grover. Well, see, this week I wrapped up a STEMI MIDI interface, and I think there was a post on that. Um, the final testing of that was completed on a Trellis M4 with the Alpha 5 code. It's a pretty simple current loop interface, but it was something that I needed to collect in my 
or connect to my collection of uh, vintage MIDI instruments and controllers. Needed the old-fashioned stuff. <laughs> it's also great for Eurorack. Um, next, I have a few PCB, PCB projects to complete and some ATtiny85 uh, Arduino coding, which is always exciting. Just sent the new designs to Oshpark, though, for a, a Stemma backpack for the I2C 128 by 32 OLED display. It usually requires a GPIO reset pin, but I wanted to use it on Stemma, which doesn't have a reset line. Mm -hmm. And I found a solution for that. So I'll publish some stuff about that. And then uh, I'll be back in the recording studio for two to three weeks starting January 21st. So I'm going to miss a Circuit Python meeting or two, but oh, uh, I'll catch up on the videos. It's my solo CD. So oh, we'll congratulations. See how this works out. Oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. All right. Excellent. Uh, next up is Charles Barneford. Well, I'm going to try to complete the uh, the uh, um, MIDI Ocarina because I'm going to use USB and then I'm going to use a, uh, a, a canned uh, voice to begin with and then I'll work on something a little more sophisticated. So that's where I am at. Uh, I'm going to hopefully we get together with uh, Scott and and get a copy of his USB MIDI to try out. That's where I am. All right, excellent. Next up is Dan. Okay, so um, last week we um, uh, the the big PR I had for the initial uh, Bluetooth code was um, merged in. And that's why I said, quote, finished, unquote, in the written notes, because it's not done at all, but it's just sort of working <laughs> well enough to be able to test. Right. Um, as Scott mentioned, um, it turns out that we have some boards that we're shipping with a flash chip that CircuitPython was not supporting. So we added support for that. Um, Jerry found the I2C issue on the Grand Central, fixed that right away. Um, Sphinx, some libraries that Sphinx used changed out from under us, which broke the Travis build. So I fixed oh. that. And thank, then thank I added, I was frustrated by some, the fact that when we use these folds in Travis that make the logs not be so long, we didn't see this tra the status inside the load, the fold. So I figured out a sort of a hack way of reporting the status out of that. There were a lot of PRs to review. Over the weekend, we realized we didn't have Grand Central in the Windows 7 drivers, so we added that. And this week, I will start back onto BLE again after all this other housekeeping kind of work. And um, maybe add some more BLE de demos and maybe try some more services like a temperature or heart rate or some other standard service. Mm -hmm. Okay. Excellent. Thanks, Dan. Uh, next up is Deshipu. Yeah, your audio is still not working. Dishipu is typing. All 
All right. Uh, so distribute status update is no progress on the text mode library. Maybe I can do something this week. Started on a 2x analog joystick shield for controlling robots. Excellent. And next up is Jerry N. Um, yeah, so as, as, as I got my Grand Central and started playing with that. And uh, actually, I can't take uh, full credit for finding the bug because somebody reported it on the on the uh, forum. And I said, oh, well, I can probably try and reproduce that. And uh, lo and behold, it, it was easy to reproduce and then uh, dig into it a little bit. And uh, Dan, Dan, Dan fixed it. Dan, once I identified it, Dan was able to fix it really quickly. That was great. And then um, also got some NRF52840 boards and was playing with those quite a bit this week. Um, lots of lots of fun there too. Um, and um, Hattack uh, um, fixed a Pulse.io or got a version of Pulse.io out there. So did some testing with that with the DHT22 and the infrared. And when I was playing with the infrared, I decided to pull out some PIR keys that I had sitting around and try those. And finally, uh, finally got my GitHub token on a on an IR key, so now I just have to push a button to send it all the time. Nice. Which has been <laughs> which is a nice, nice improvement. And um, and then again, playing, playing, trying to play more with BLE. It's uh, a lot of fun, and and just trying to learn more about it, and and learn how I can test it, and what I can test it with. So um, and then yeah, as Dan said, I found and, and fixed a little issue that that turned up there. Um, also, I've been playing with this. I got one of these Espressif ESP32 boards to play with the AT control stuff and uh, run into some issues with it. Um, it works on some, some in some ways and not in others, but I think it'll. Um, I think I understand it now. Turns out it's just uh, there are some limitations or, or some jumpers on the board that have to be moved to uh, get it to work the way I was hoping it would. But we'll get there. Gotcha. And next week, um, yeah, it's going to continue on. Hopefully, doing a lot more stuff, playing with BLE and learning learning more about it and testing it, and uh, yeah, trying trying to spend some more time with the ESPAT control stuff too, getting that to do some useful things. Excellent, thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, next up is Josh. So uh, this week, I have been working on so the um, Circuit Python Edubox editor. Um, I sent that out to all of my Patreon um, supporters um, before uh, Christmas. So they've been playing with that for about four weeks. Uh, so all the bugs that they've reported have now been fixed. And um, that is going out for a, a public beta uh, sometime this week. So watch out on Twitter for that. I have also been working on a new uh, kind of modal editor which is going to work on PC and Mac um, if you wanted to do normal Python 3 stuff. So hopefully that will make um, the overall program much easier to use uh, by having all of the versions in one, so like Circuit Python and Mac, but in the one editor. So yeah, looking forward to that. All right, excellent. Congratulations on getting so far with CircuitPython Edublocks, and I look forward to the public beta. All right, and that is uh, Hug Reports. So the last part we have here is uh, what I said we lovingly call in the weeds. Um, if you have any suggestions for in the weeds while we're talking, uh, feel free to type them into the chat. That way we're not waiting around um, for uh, people to 
uh, come up with, with anything they want to talk about. Um, there's already a couple in the notes. Uh, the first one is CircuitPython 2019. I'm going to guess that was added by Scott. Yes. All right, excellent. Would you like to take <laughs> it away? Um, yeah, I just wa I wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about uh, CircuitPython 2019. I know that uh, I've gotten a number of them today. Um, so maybe now's not the time to to talk about the aggregate since I think some folks are are wrapping up. But um, that leads me to the question, is there anybody who's planning on do, doing one that hasn't yet? Um, OK. Uh, I had good intentions, but it hasn't happened so far. <laughs> do you still have those good intentions? Um. I hold them lightly. I might get something um, kind of knocked out yet today, but if I don't, um, it probably won't happen. Okay. Well, I, I mean, the timeline for me is that I've got some technical work that I want to kind of get done, but then I want to have kind of like a, a rough to final draft for everybody to talk more concretely about uh, next week. Cause I'd like to, I, I would like to um, actually publish it the like next week after our meeting. So um yeah, I guess in general, let's let's just consider this another reminder. Um, does anybody have any feedback that folks should take into account um, if they haven't written one yet? I would say remember that it doesn't have to be long. <laughs> if whatever ideas you have, couple sentences, uh, we'd like to know uh, whatever that is. So don't. Um, don't feel like it's it has to be super daunting. Uh, we would much rather hear um, what you have to say, even if it's only a little bit, than uh, worrying about having a huge post. Right, and Jerry brings up the fact that next week uh, in the US is Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday. Um, so I think we should plan on doing it on Tuesday instead, because um, that's kind of our US holiday policy. Is that okay with anybody? Anybody have issues with that? Oh, that sounds fine with me. Okay. So y'all have an extra day. Because it's definitely like, if I don't see it by next week, it will definitely not be taken into account for the aggregate draft, at least. All right, that's good. We'll have to let people know about that as well. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. I would, I, I think it's a little early to just talk about specific posts yet because some folks are still getting them in. So we'll do that next week. Um, TG Techie asks, where can we see what people have read before? Um, if you look in the notes of today's meeting and last, yesterday's meeting or last week's meeting, we have links in there. Um, you can also look on um, the Adafruit blog. We've been blogging up all the public ones. Um, and I can get you a link shortly. We're a little bit behind on the blog because we've gotten a couple just now. But... Um, yeah, I think that's it for CircuitPython 2019. Okay. okay. Um... The next thing in there is from Jerry, which is ESP 8266 status. Would you like to take it away? 
Yeah, just um, it's come a couple of times, and I noticed. Uh, I think today uh, a poll requested to remove the the Feather fifty two NRF fifty two eight thirty two, and I'm wondering, is it time to pull the ESP eighty two sixty six since it doesn't work anyway? Yes, I think so. Okay, so just because I, I noticed in the in the, in the uh, you know report, fifteen people downloaded it. Obviously, they didn't use it because <laughs> not going to get very far. Um, oh yeah, for Alpha five. Yeah, it, it you know it, it boots fine, but you can't you can't use the file system. <laughs> okay, so. I'll delete I'll delete that from the release right now. Okay, thanks. I started removing the A32 from the general README, and then I got sucked into reorganizing the entire README, <laughs> uh, which is still something I'd like to do, but uh, it's going to be more work than than initially thought. All right. And with that, uh, I think, does anybody else have any in the weed stuff? Doesn't look like it. So I think it's time to wrap up. Um, I want to thank everyone who uh, joined us today. We're always really excited to hear what everyone's up to. Um, and it you know gives us a chance to sync up, um, which is always excellent. Uh, so thank you to everyone who participated today. Thank you again to everyone who's done CircuitPython 2019 posts. We really appreciate it. Um, and remember, you can still get those in uh, soon um, if you get a chance. Um, I want to point out again, next week's meeting is on Tuesday. That is the 22nd of January 2019. We will um, post reminders about that um, at least uh, definitely on Monday, um, if not sooner, so that everyone remembers that. So uh, this has been the CircuitPython Weekly for 14 January 2019. And um, with that, uh, thank you again to everyone, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye, Al. Bye, everyone.